welcome to Channel F Fanbytes Video Game Podcast. I'm Merit Kay, one of your hosts, and I just flew in from Seattle, and boy, is my Tanuki tail tired. That's a little gaming humor <laughs> for you um, to sort of set the stage for the kinds of uh, great jokes that you can expect on this show, which is called Channel F. And I'm Merit Kay, and joining me, as always, on this show are uh, a cast of characters, um, the, the the players uh, of this game, of this play. We're all, life's a stage, you know? Life's just a stage like Super Mario Brothers 3. That's kind of my thesis. Um, we all just play our part uh, poorly or whatever, and then we just leave when it's done. We uh, it's a brief, and it's a brief candle, and we fly with our tails. We super you know? do those things. Thank you for saving me with some actual Shakespeare lines. That, of course... <laughs> Fanbyte.com, E-I-C, Danielle Riendo. Hi, I'm not much of a Shakespeare fan, but I knew that one at least. Yeah, Ouch. for me. Oh, <laughs> damn spot. I got a dead pixel the... on my DS screen. Oh, out, out. Um, yeah, I get it. It's it's good. I like that. Uh, also here, of course, is Fanbyte Managing Editor, Stephen Strom. To be or not to be. <laughs> Okay. That is the gaming. So kind of an old Hamlet you're doing there. Kind of yes. like an old Ancient Hamlet. Hamlet. You're sort of like too old to ham it up, I always say. I see, I see. So like, what if Hamlet didn't die but got old and then everyone just kind of got sick of his shit and he just kept being like, hey, do you remember when I said to be or not to be? That fucking mm-hmm. ruled, right? And they're like, yes, but that was 30 years ago. Like not a lot of people know that Hamlet is actually a prequel to Macbeth. He changes his name, and then people are like, "I'm so sick of your shit, Hamlet Beth. I'm gonna kill you." That's Hamlet. That's the plot of Macbeth. Um, And last but certainly not least, we have Fanbyte brand editor plus. Mm -hmm. I think. Yep. Yeah. New brand editor plus Nikki Grayson. Hello. No, uh, um, no kind of Shakespeare bit to add. Well, one time when I did in high school, when we did our production of Hamlet, we did mm. you know the part where he sees a ghost. Well, we did a cool projection thing. Wow! A, like a, we like projected onto uh, some fog that we like mm-hmm. emitted into the. It didn't look very good, um, but I was in charge of the projection, which meant that because I was in my junior year, I was five, I think two or five, three. Mm. Um, they in just got a medium. Yeah. Oh, wow. Um, they got a medium sized box for me. And then I just sat in that for two hours. Um, and then I hit play when it was my turn to hit play <laughs> on the projector. That's great. So I just had to sit in a very small cardboard box for. <laughs> Why did you have to be in a cardboard box? Well, because who else was going to press spacebar, Stephen? But why? Oh, did you was have the, to be the in a Shakespeare intense? The projector was hidden in the box. Yeah, yeah. The projector was hidden in the box. I was also in the box, so it looked like the effect was coming out, like it was a yeah. real ghost. That oh, it was sense. a rear projector. Yeah. yeah. Oh. Um. Anyway, it didn't cool. really work. Well, you tried. You know what? That's the <laughs> yeah. magic of the bard. Um, mm-hmm. Hey, I've got a real quick interjection, a question for everybody. Please. Yeah. Is it what gifts did you give me for Africa Day? Wow. <laughs> <laughs> no, I know what gifts I got you, Nikki. And <laughs> it's very yeah. rude of you to try and, uh, <laughs> to try and like share that. That's just between us. Um, okay. What's, what, what is, what's your question? It, 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 uh, okay. <laughs> I was just going to ask, does it feel like 
that I know that like Zapruder film, like there is physical evidence okay. that I could go back to and, and prove that we recorded one of these just one week ago. But does it feel like to anyone else, like we haven't done one of these in six months? Sorry, at least. Are yes. you suggesting that someone was like, was recording us recording this podcast? Well, that's uh, yeah, Paul's it's Paul. Doing, right? It's Paul oh, recording so, us okay. recording the podcast. Yeah. Okay. So just like some grainy. Paul's footage. a pruder. Don't you remember yeah. our good uh, when, producer? Yeah, when three people simultaneously sort of, you know, all all shot the podcast at the same time or whatever. Yeah. Um, well, I'm recording from a grassy knoll. It's okay. A, oh, I'm at the book de- I'm at the book depository. Oh so, yeah. shit. Steven, that knoll's not that grassy. You kind of cut it all this morning. No, it's all right. Dead now. Mm, that mm, well-groomed um, grassy knoll, but uh, but yeah, no, ha- uh, happy uh, happy Africa Day. Of course, the um, thank you. Of course, uh, everyone knows what that day signifies. What it means. Um, <laughs> does anyone uh, did did anyone click on uh, that link? I just on did. time that is. Yeah, me too. It's uh, the uh, foundation of the OAU in oh, uh, in 1963. So Africa um, didn't exist before that. A lot of people don't know that. Right. Yeah. Like we, they just, we just didn't know what was there. It was just kind of like a void. Mm, it was sort of a and new then, challenger kind of yeah. uh, screen or who's mm. that Pokemon yeah. kind of thing, uh, kind yeah. of situation. But, um, yeah. but yeah. Uh, so should we talk about video games? Yeah. Yeah. All right. Let's do staff picks. We're here in Staff Picks, and uh, we've got the latest news on all of the top hits from 1996 to 2021. Uh, we're going to talk about some of the games that we have been playing this week, and uh, kind of an odd week. We are um, kind of in between really big releases, I would say. Yeah. Um, I believe Shin Megami Tensei 3 comes out today. I uh, believe that's correct. I got to go download that after this because I want to talk about that next week. But uh, we have sort of a, a spread of of games, a sampler platter of games that we've been playing. Oh. And uh, Nikki, I think you maybe have played one of the newest, um, actually maybe a couple of the newest. Do you want to tell us mm. about Biomutants? Not really. All right. Oh. <laughs> wow. That's a real bummer because I was really excited about this game. <laughs> It's like, okay, so Biomutant is a, a who's a developer? Biomutant. It's a, it was published, uh, published by, by our THQ friends Nordic. over, yeah, over at THQ Nordic um, and published or developed by Experiment 101. I think this is their, one of their first titles. Yeah, I don't it think is, this is like a known developer, really. Yeah, it is a third person action RPG set in an open world. Stop me if you've heard this before. Wow. Um, Are there any mountains? It, yeah, there's a lot of them, and most of them you cannot climb. Oh, well. Um, <laughs> kind of, so, kind of uh, missed the first step there. All yeah. Right. Um, so you're a lizard, not a lizard, you're a weird mammal. You're either like a some version of a cat or a ferret. You're like a... Or a, like a dog. You're like a, a realistic Sonic OC, right? Oh. Yeah, yeah, exactly. Yeah, if imagine if they took the the Sonic Forces character creator 
Um, and then just put more hair texture on it. That's kind <laughs> oh, of good. what vibe you've got. Yeah. But um, it's the same one every time you don't you don't pick. No. So there are classes. So each oh. uh there are like five different classes that each have um different like they're like one is a tank, one is a sniper. Um there's one class that gives you an active reload. Um, where if you reload with the right bumper before you're out of boat. It also isn't like, the game describes it as an active reload, but it is not what I would describe as an active reload. Because to me, an active reload is you run out of bullets and then the reload animation starts and then there's a tiny mini game where you have to time the button press to reload faster. Mm -hmm. In this game, you run out of bullets in the clip, but if you press the button before you run out of bullets in the clip, then it reloads faster and you get extra damage. But, so basically like the, oh, go ahead. That's just a regular reload. That's, that's not just a, reload just, just a regular reload. Yeah. So the, the loop basically is like you get halfway through the clip and then you mash right bumper to reload and then it reloads quickly and you get more damage and you get halfway through the clip and you go up, whatever. Huh. Um, wait, so like, wait, is, you don't make a guy. I yeah. thought you made a guy. Yeah. You make a guy. Oh, okay. so you make your own bespoke cat thing. Yeah, and then there's yeah. different classes. Okay. Um, and then you there's on the next screen after you make your cat, uh, after you pick the class, um, you there's a there's a circle and like you know how like Pokemon IV charts have like each of the the special defense attack around mm-hmm, the thing. Mm-hmm. One of them is like hardiness, and then another one is like uh in, intelligence, and then the other one is agility. And then you like basically slide this orb around to determine what stats your guy has, uh-huh. but it fundamentally changes okay. the way that the animal looks. So if your animal's really smart, then the head's very big. That's funny. And if your animal is very hardy, then like oh, the head's cute. very small, but body very short. <laughs> I like that. That's Everything good. I described that so good. far is good. Um, but then you have to play the video game. And mm. I don't like the way it feels almost at all. It is a fighting, or it's not a fighting game. The combat, I would describe it as being closest to uh, like a Batman Arkham game okay. a little bit. Okay. Which is to say that like you roll up onto a place, some guys show up, and then they all kind of like stand around you while you punch them. Except in this game, you have, instead of like you're punching them, you have a bunch of weapons. I will say the weapon diversity in this game is kind of, kind of cool because there's a very deep crafting system where you're going around the world you're hitting trees and and these resource totems to get plastic and e-waste and all of this and you're building like really big hammers or really big sticks or really big swords um and you're hitting folks with those and then you can also unlock combos using another currency Th- like there's a lot of systems at work and the game does not push you really to any to do any of them particularly well. Mm. This is one of those things where if you find a thing that works, you can probably just keep doing it until the number is not big enough. Mm. And then you find a thing that makes the number big enough of damage that you're doing. And then you move on. But like the combat is a fucking slog to me. Like it, it is not responsive and no one moves as fast as I want them to. Um, the animations are like, like the, there's no, you can just mash X and like, and you usually will be able to get through a fight as long as you're pointing the left stick in the direction of the guy. And when, like, there's, yeah, go ahead. Sorry. I'm just like wondering what the, cause you said it's open world. Is it like 
Assassin's Creed type bandit camps? And do, are they, are they yes. like, do they have like numbers over their heads that say like, oh, this is a level 50 enemy. You yes. can beat them. Okay. Okay. Mm, so as yes. long as they're within your level range, you're basically just always going to win and you don't have to really worry about the combat Almost exclusively. Yeah. And even if they are above your level for a long time, I didn't realize I was over leveled or no, sorry that I was under leveled because I would just run up to guys at like level 12 when I was level 12 and they were like level 18 and I would just run up to them. And if I stood behind the big guys and like just didn't let them close the or didn't let them get any space, I could just chain the hits until the the health bar went away. And then you also have this gun. All of these classes have guns that if you don't want to do the bad feeling melee part, what if you had a pretty bad feeling third person shooter? Hmm. Um, what What is the... Be- cost benefit to using gun or using punch is it like um, is ammo super limited no it's infinite okay why don't you just shoot them all the time yeah it's just a ranged attack it's a ranged attack okay paul yeah. i think has also played some of this uh, yeah okay, um in the chat though i i think it is very pretty it is a very pretty game okay um is it I fun think- to explore yes but moving around, I don't think feels good. There are mounts. Um, the mounts are cool. There's like an evil goat. There's a horse. There's a robot horse, like in uh, Horizon Zero Dawn. Um, but those are hard to find and be like they're whatever. But they all kind of feel the same. Those don't feel great. It just feels like the whole game is covered in a very thin layer of molasses mm. in a way that I don't like. It just feels like one step behind mm. where I want it to be. Um, I also think the way that the game looks is very charming. There's very little voice acting except for one narrator. And imagine if the guy in Bastion was, instead of doing like, uh, instead of doing commentary for a while, yeah, instead (laughs) of like doing stuff that was well written and like made you feel like you were making an accomplishment, Mm. this weird British dude is being like, Derek says the flumpy flump, which is like not a fucking, not a joke. Like everything in this flumpy game is flump? like, yeah, every like toilets are called like, like, uh, oh, fuck, what are they called? Paul, do you remember everything? It's set in a world oh, where no. people have all died and all of the, the, the animals have like okay. been mutated because there was an ecological disaster that yeah. ended the world and ended wait, humanity. Wait, and is it Banjo-Kazooie? Is it like the Banjo-Tooie so no. level that so like it, the pigs are mutated in? Maybe so. This is no. Too. This is a reference that no one will understand. But it's so. It's after the bomb, essentially. Ah, uh, Fallout. No, it was a role playing game. <laughs> I don't know what that is, Merritt. It's a post apocalyptic um, game where mutant animal, anthropomorphic animals take over the world after humans die from a virus or something. Yeah. Yeah. I see. Yeah. Um. But the names they're like they're like get on the train, but the train is called like. People, peoply carriery, or like <laughs> no. uh, the sticks are called Stop. like hit, hit stickeries, and they're all like Kazooie. that. <laughs> but it doesn't have any of the charm because yeah. every other word is fake. Oh, okay, so you're like, I just wish I didn't have to hear a person say these these words that don't mean anything um, over again. I don't have the the quote, but I'm gonna get it for Paul so he can put it in the. Um, in the episode description, but in the beginning of the game, they explain the world to you and they're like, 
uh, Goof is in the southwest corner of the map, and he's innovated a wave racer. And the wave racer goes to the world tree, and the world tree uses big vines to destroy the world eaters. And it's like, none of these words mean anything. You're just kind of like saying a bunch of words because you're saying a bunch of words, and I don't actually know what any of them mean. Does it feel so like really they know why we're here? Does it feel like they had a world in mind and not maybe the budget to like fully voice act a story? So they were like, well, what's a cheap way to get our point across? And it was like, well, we can hire one guy to just say everything that's supposed to be happening. It would have been better if they just didn't hire the guy. <laughs> <laughs> no, because no. like, like there's no reason for this game to be narrated. Mm. If if it was silent protagonists and well, it's not you're not even silent protagonists because you are talking but like the oh this is one of the the weirdest things the tense is completely inconsistent on the narration so sometimes like the you'll you'll go up to a person and you'll talk to them and you'll ask them like what is there to do in this town and sometimes the guy will say they say you can go find a guy in a cave and he will give you a gun and then sometimes he'll say nothing and then sometimes he will just read the voice line and not frame it as a quote. And it's like, I can't actually tell who's talking here because sometimes the narrator is omnipotent and knows where the story is going. And then sometimes he's reading the character's lines. I That almost feels like it supports my theory that, that the last second that they just like hired a guy to read a bunch of stuff because that yeah. seems very much to me like... Uh, this guy had to read a bunch of lines in a very short amount of time and got very little mm-hmm. like stage direction as to what mm-hmm. that would actually mean. It, I don't, I think, um, I saw this on Twitter and I'm failing to remember who said it, but it is the prettiest Euro jankiest game I think I've ever played. <laughs> mm. Like, cause it, it has yeah. a bunch of weird idiosyncrasies that are like, I wouldn't do that. There's like a weird veiled, like, one of the groups, the abbreviation for the group is KKK. And it's like, it's not even, it's not even acknowledged. They're just like the, the claw, the claw crew clan or something like that. So that's not uh-huh. what it is. The cool cat But clan. they're like, yeah. And it's like, oh, okay. But then they don't even like acknowledge that that's the thing. It just is. That's what it is. Because so, they think that that is a joke. Like, so they think that that's I the think part. so. You're saying, like, just to, to clarify, like, that there's just this feeling that, like, American, like, things that, like, American developers probably wouldn't do. Yeah. By which, yeah, I'm, which, like, yes. It, it, is, it is lacking a level of polish that I think is, is a, I don't know. I guess I don't know how to phrase it. It there feels is, unpolished a, in a way that, like, a lot of games like this I have played before. It, but, uh, like, it, it feels, it sounds like it feels unpolished in, in that specific, like, way that we haven't seen in a long time, too. Like, I feel like The Witcher was such an inflection point for, like, oh, European development has a lot of money coming into it now. Mm-hmm. And they kind of... St- stopped making games like in that right. sort of B tier mm. in the mid in, at the meantime. And also I feel like at a certain point, most places got like better PR departments or better like script writers that would tell them, Hey, this joke that you're trying to do here, because you are divorced from the very specific social contexts in which it is very meaningful to people who are going to be playing this game. You don't realize that what you're doing here is not actually like a funny 
pun or a goof, but it actually kind of sucks. I feel like so many places have people in their corner now that can then stop them and say, hey, don't do that. Or, hey, this this joke is not going to play internationally and you need to come up with a different version of it or cut it entirely. Am I wrong yeah. about that? Like, I feel like that is. No, I, that's, I feel like that's, that has yeah, been that's, that's what I'm games. trying to. Yeah, that's what I'm trying to to frame. Um, I don't know. I don't I didn't I, dr- I kind of fell off of it. I didn't really impossible. It was impossible for me to really give a shit about the story because it was a it was paining me to listen to mm. it. And then the gameplay wasn't good enough to keep me playing. Mm. So I fell Damn. off of it. That's a shame. Yeah. That's a shame because I thought the premise of like mutating your little guy yes. in different ways was cool. Yeah, I didn't even get there. Uh, oh. Like I didn't even get to the part where you do a mutate. Oh, no. Because like it put me off. There's also like, we can move on. There's also like a bunch of parts of the map that are uh, you can't go to. Because they're either irradiated or <laughs> there's no air. <laughs> which is weird because you'll be a foot and a half outside of the space looking into it. And you'll be like, well, there's air here. And then you will take a step and they will be like, there's no oxygen here. You're about to die. Um, but you then have to go around the map and collect pieces of suits so that you can explore these areas that you really don't usually have anything in them. That also feels to me like that maybe that that could be like a translation thing where it's like, oh, the air here is toxic or like the the air. There, there's no because like there's gas. a no because there's a there's a gas area too. OK, well, well, <laughs> <laughs> I don't know the the and this is this is actually the last thing I will say. The game is based on you. You going around a lot like in Shadow of Mordor where you're taking these uh, these camps that are Mm -hmm. run by a bunch of clans that are interwoven across the map. And sometimes they're like, come inside and you fight like 15 guys, like three waves of five guys. And then they're like, great, you beat, you, you beat it. You solved our combat puzzle. And then sometimes they're like, here's a puzzle where you have a quote unquote puzzle. And it's the same every time where there's a, you have to kill three guys. There's a barrel dispenser built into the wall you have to press the button underneath the barrel dispenser to get a barrel. Then you have to kick the barrel in front of a door and shoot the barrel to explode the door. Then there's five more guys on that side. and You do that until you've killed 15 guys. And then there's one where <laughs> you get you walk in and there's nothing in there. It's just a it's just an empty plot of land surrounded by four walls. OK, and then you talk your character talks to the leader of the clan And you're like, and again, the conversation is the same every single time you, you say, no, they say, Hey, I saw that you uh, got here and you say, yes. (laughs) And then they say, well, what do you want to do about it? And you say, well, I can kill you or I cannot kill you. And then if you pick, I'm not going to kill you. Then they just say, Oh, okay. And then that's the, that's the whole thing. And then they just give you the outpost. Wait, they give it to you. Yes. They just give you the outpost. Do you get, do you get like loot or something if you kill them or unclear? Get, okay. There's no, there's no, there's a, there's a morality system. Okay. There's like a light and a dark and depending on which path you go down, depending on your actions, they will give you different abilities. Oh, uh, also gets they're very, up if you go evil, you get veins and shit. Yeah. Mm. Your veins, the, the, the spike comes out of your head even. <laughs> um, but there's no, I'm, I, and again, I didn't 
get deep into the game enough to maybe see if this turns around, but they are pretty adamant about the fact that it isn't good and evil, even though they are framed as uh, a white one and a black one, um, <laughs> literal devils on your, like devil and angel on your shoulder. They're like, it's not good and bad. It's moral or immoral. Like you're not making choices based on whether or not they hurt people. It's whether or not they are quote unquote moral. Wait, it- Okay. Uh, I mean, that's not- and then that's that seems like, like a, a pretty fine distinction game. to make for a game where you shoot mutant rabbits and shit. Like, uh-huh. But yeah. all right. I mean, anyway, that's by a mutant. <laughs> so probably not one of your favorite video game cats. No, probably not one of my favorite okay. wow. We'll get to that. We'll get that to one. that. We'll get to that. Um, yeah. 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 Uh, that sucks. That's that's a bummer. Yeah, that game looked pretty neat. Uh, yeah. I'm, I'm going to probably read it. I think we have a review up on the site, actually. We do. We do. And um, I, think our reviewer, I think our reviewer liked it more than I did. All right. Oh, so and even they if said, you, if you like, want, hey, this is real janky. Mm. Yeah. If you if you want, like, a, a different um, take, I do encourage you to read yeah. the piece. Because I was take reading a look it at that. and I was like, yeah. Because uh, I love me some weird, weird cat people just, like, having yeah. an adventure. Yeah. Um, yeah. yeah, and that and I, I have, the link to that uh, review will be in the show notes. So if you want to take yeah. a look at that, it's uh, just down there. I'm, I don't know yes. down where. I'm not like in space. <laughs> <laughs> that raises some not questions. anymore. So You're look, back. Look, look under. Look under your. Chair. I am back from outer space. And um, I, I, last thing I'll say is just like I'm, I'm kind of bummed because I feel like I've had a really positive relationship with a lot of like Euro games that like like Stalker Shadow of Chernobyl is one of my favorite games. Of yeah, mm-hmm. classic. I'm always kind of like trying to chase that high a little bit it's like, mm. yeah it is classic too metro is one of my favorite games of all time uh really yeah one of my favorite probably in my top five like first person shooters um just really great really beautiful game uh yeah. just fucking love that shit i should replay it <laughs> yeah, um, it came out in like can i or something tell like you that. the opposite of biomutant which is a game that came out 25 years ago that <laughs> doesn't have Mutant animals, but yes, does have puzzle. <laughs> yes, puzzle. It's puzzle. Pu- it's paneled upon. I was playing paneled upon. Um, I don't know what that is. What is uh, that? Okay, so you know, do you know Pokemon Puzzle League? I do know it. Yes, or Tetris Attack on the yes. Super Nintendo. Yes. Those are both adaptations of Panel de Pond, which is the original oh. game in the series. And you know, in Smash, how you get the weapon Lips Stick. Oh, is that what that's, that's from? That's what that's from. It's from oh. the main character of that game is named Lip, and that's her <laughs> weapon is like this wand. And um, so oh, lipstick. Lips stick. Yeah. Oh. Um, I get it. So uh Panel of the Pond is on the SNES online service right now. And like while I was traveling, you know, I had my Switch and like I I hadn't really been playing much. Like I had just finished that Lego game and uh I didn't really have any new hunts in Monster Hunter, so I was just kind of perusing the SNES and NES stuff. And I was like, all right, I'll try Panel Upon. Um, it came out a year ago because they, they put it out on the SNES online a year ago, which is the first time it's been available uh, in the West. And it's in oh. Japanese, but you don't really need to know English. You just need to navigate the menus. Or you don't need to know Japanese, I mean. Um, and uh, yeah, it's like basically like... It's like Pokemon Puzzle League or or what any of those, except it's like little like fairy, uh, like little anime fairies, which they changed when they brought it um, to the states because they're like, ah, no one's gonna want to play with 
play these like little anime <laughs> girl games. Like let's make it Yoshi characters. Yoshi's really masculine. Everyone loves him. He's so tough. <laughs> Most masculine Mario character. Right. Yeah. It's really weird to me that they like I mean, I get it because like anime aesthetics weren't really a big thing at the time, but like it's funny that they're like, Oh, it's too cutesy. Let's replace it with Yoshi and all of those characters. Yeah, like, that's, that's they're pretty- also adorable. Um <laughs> Can you I don't mean to derail from that yeah. element of it, but like I have actually never played Pokemon Puzzle League or Tetris yeah, Attack. Yeah, yeah, yeah. What is it about? What? How do you do it? How do you puzzle? How do you puzzle League? Um, you okay? So it's different from like most games where like because it's a tile matching game, right? You're trying to match tiles up, um, and you do that instead of like, con- like controlling blocks as they fall from the top. The blocks are rising up from the bottom, uh, and you lose if they hit the top. And you control a cursor that swaps two pieces side by side. Um, and you basically use that to set up chains. And if you, like, three is the minimum. And, like, when you do that, nothing happens. They just disappear. But, like, the game is, like, the main, like, story mode of the game is you're playing it head-to-head with another person or, like, a computer. Okay. And um, it's, like... uh if you get more than three blocks at a time, it drops a garbage block on them. And so oh. basically it's like, you're just trying to like create so much shit on their screen that they, they, they lose. Um, but you can control how fast your blocks scroll up, which gives you more to work with, like to create combos, but also makes it more likely that it'll hit the top. So there's this, like, it's like a fighting game almost like, cause it's one V one and uh, it's way more like energetic than Tetris. Like you're not just trying to like keep your screen clear. You're trying to like build up a huge thing. Um, that you can set off big combos that'll drop tons of shit on the other person's screen. And um, so it's like really fast and like, I don't know. It's just like, I don't like Tetris very much. Like I think it's, I aesthetically, I think it's really good, but I'm terrible at it. And um, yeah, it's just like a really, really compelling formula and they haven't made a new one since like 2010. And uh is that including spinoffs like Pokemon Puzzle League? Yeah, yeah. The last wow. one I think was Puzzle League Express on the DSiWare. And um, oh, wow. wow, yeah. Um, the Pokemon I've never Puzzle heard that League, name in years. Pokemon Puzzle League <laughs> on the sixty four is really weird because it's based on the anime, not the games. So like, <laughs> it has full videos from like the the anime, and it has what? Vo- full voice Wild. acting, and um, it's like. Yeah, like it has full voice acting of just like Ash being like Pikachu, um, which is weird. One to one merit. It was Pikachu, <laughs> Pikachu. Um, oh, we don't usually have guests on this show, but yeah, it's who was so that? fun to have the voice actor for Ash here. It's like that. Oh my god, have you seen that Nancy Cartwright video where she like goes into a Starbucks and it's just like <laughs> I'm Bart Simpson. Who the hell are you? And the guy's just like, Oh, that's great. Uh-huh. <laughs> <laughs> cool. Yeah. Um, but uh, Paul, uh, our producer, just pointed out that there is a game in early access called Super Plexus oh, this looks uh, cute too. on Steam, which appears to be a pretty similar kind of formula because apparently Nintendo isn't doing anything with it anytime soon. But um, <laughs> yeah, leave it to um, other indie developers to um, make the things that Nintendo won't make anymore. Yeah. yeah. But yeah, if you have nintendo online then you already have like you can already play panels upon and like i would say like if you like these kinds of games like at all and you didn't play it when it came out because it came out like last may on the switch but if you didn't play it then like definitely try it it's like really really cool 
Uh, and it's still just like really charming. The design is just really cute. So I really hope that they'll do like a, a 99 version of it or something. Um, mm. Just because it oh. seems like seems like the time is right. Like people yeah. would like this. So do um, you think we will ever return to a period of time where games are the la- where games are basically like the pieces of other games are like cobbled together and then reskinned to be sold as a different thing oh. in a different place. Like the last mm, thing yeah. I can remember that even is like a close to this is Overwatch because at one point that was an MMO, right? And then it got killed and then they were like, well, we have all of this stuff. We can probably mm. do something with it. And then they turned it into Overwatch. Oh, the, but it's like, that's like still that, kind of not the same thing. It's not mid development. Yeah. That happens all the time. But yeah, you're yeah. talking about like region differences. Yeah. I don't think that's going to happen. I think we're past that era. I could be wrong. There may be examples that are pretty recent, but like aside from tiny localization changes, uh, or not so tiny, depending on who you talk to, I guess, um, <laughs> there's no like reskinning of games. Like there's no like, um, you know, because this was a big thing with puzzle games in the 90s. Like Puyo Puyo uh, had the same kind of like cutesy aesthetic, and they were like, oh, we can't do that. So we'll make Dr. Robotnik's Mean Bean Machine. Mean Bean Machine! <laughs> Which so weirdly, good. wait, weirdly, that also not based on the Sonic games, but based on one of the Sonic cartoons. Yeah, yeah. One it of was. the only. Oh, one it of was the like Jaleel the ones. It was the only game, or maybe Sonic Spinball did that as well. I forget, but one of the few games that was based on those shows, just like Pokemon Puzzle League, was based on the show as well. Weird. You know the the actual exam most recent example I can think of that is, is somewhat close even though it's like the exact same story but they were like this will never sell in America we got to change it up was actually the original release of Nier oh mm. right where they did the like uh you play as like a gruff dad in the American version and then you play yeah. as like the the like bishy brother in the Japanese version and even right. that in the remaster you just they just have one version it's just like no the Japanese version is the can, is like the canon version huh. of that now. Yeah. Yeah. Yakuza as well, says Paul. Um, yeah. I mean, but just, yeah, these are all like localization things mostly. Like, localization. There's yeah. no like, yeah, because I mean, just Japanese culture, pop culture has become so globalized at this point. Right. Um, yeah. That. Yeah, Nintendo's not going to make a new Mario game and then bring it. Like Nintendo's not going to make a platformer and then bring it over here and put Mario in it. Right, Mario, we're never like going to get Doki Doki Panic. No more dokes again. Yeah. Basically, no yeah. more dokes. But there us. are really interesting jokes. examples of this practice in the '90s and even into the 2000s. Um, a lot of games were just like totally reskinned, or or even sort of smaller things like just adding stories in the manuals that had nothing to do with like the actual <laughs> game. Like Street right. Fighter 2012 was a big one. Um. That was like an action platformer by Capcom for the NES. That was in the 80s, I think. And uh, in the US, they tried to tie it into Street Fighter by being like, oh, this is Ken after he won the Street Fighter tournament. He became a scientist (laughs) and invented cyborgs. (laughs) Right. Great job, Ken. Yeah, great job. What a renaissance, man. Um, He contains multitudes, you know? Yeah, yeah. Um, Speaking of of cute creatures and biomutants. Danielle, yeah. what is this on here about a game called Tender Creature Comforts? All right, so I'm going to tell you this little bit of the story. I got a key today. <laughs> I Like, just randomly, like, a, a nice developer just sent me a key, right, for this game called Tender Creature Comforts, which comes out later this week. I didn't see any embargo information, so I think it's fine to just talk about it. Um, it is basically a dating sim uh, where you date aliens, but it's it's ten it's Tinder, but they call it Tender. Yeah, 
because it's tender, you know? Yeah, I just looked it's at tender. some screenshots oh, and I this, see that now. very tender. It's very this sweet. Was, this was a, a, is an iPhone game. I bought it two weeks ago. Oh, you bought it two weeks ago? <laughs> yeah. Well. Oh, so this is why well, there's no embargo on it. The PC version came out. PC, well, no, the PC still, version still is coming still out new. Yeah, on new. Friday. Yeah, but it was new two weeks ago, and I all right, all right. I apologize. I didn't know about this history. I kind of figured it had to also be a, like a phone game because of the interface. Like you are swiping. That's what you're doing, yeah. and you're making, you know, dialogue choices. That's the gameplay. That sort of thing. It's interesting to me, however, because my close friends know this about me, but I I can't do Tinder. Like I can't do mm-hmm. it. Like I physically can't. I feel bad, like swiping on people and like like judging their appearance. I actually feel like a bad human being. I know I I know it's brain worms. I know I'm a I have problems, but like I can't do it in real life. But here in this game, I'm having a great time. Swiping left, swiping right, seeing like a little alien that seems like they would have good vibes. I want to talk to them. I want to date them. And it like does seem like very online dating experiency. Um, obviously like I, again, I said, I can't do Tinder. I've done Tinder where like somebody else has given me their phone and I, I sit there and I stare at at the person. I'm like, I can't, I can't do this to them. Like I can't do this to a person because again, I have only brain worms. There's no brain left. It's just worms. No, that's all I got. That's not a you problem. That is a, that is like a legitimately horrifying thing that like yeah. like Silicon Valley tech app startup culture has tried to to normalize. That's actually yeah. a bad thing. Yeah. And the fact that you have maintained a certain like level of humanity and empathy as a bubble around yourself on that is actually probably a good thing. I mean, maybe. I don't know. It's it's just funny to me that like I can only do this. I can only swipe on, you know, creatures, people personalities if i know they're fictional yeah. <laughs> <laughs> you know i have a question yeah so in this this is just making an assumption because i saw this game come up in the app store um because i'm trying to play more phone games sure I feel like i don't do that enough and i feel like there might be a lot of good ones mm. on there and no one yeah. talks about yeah them. i just got a new phone i should tell me some give me some recs yeah. i just got they a got new games. one it's purple it's dope Oh. Yeah, I, I don't. Screen, I don't have games on my phone. I should put games on my phone. Damn, you should put games. Yeah. On your phone. Genshin um, Impact's pretty good. Genshin Impact's pretty good. Uh, what was I saying? Oh, um, and I guess this is like a question that I, I guess I don't know. Is the are the conversations timed? I think so. so. Like, are you are you like you're getting in? You swipe right on Jackie or whatever. Yep. yep and yep. then you start the conversation do you then have to wait for them to reply is it an instant reply oh no there's like like what's the realistic quote-unquote timing like there's a little bubble that's Ah. like oh they're talking are they're typing and you get excited about it if you want you know if you actually really like jackie if you don't really like jackie you might not feel any type of way about it but if you do like jackie like you get that little burst of oh they're talking to me shit so so exciting is this a game that, because in my brain, if that's how it works, to me, that kind of is like, it is, it's two levels, right? Because the the zoomed out is that it still pings your phone in the way that Tinder does, right? Like you you have the, have the conversation, you put your phone down and then you still get a, the ping on Tinder or like in this, in this game. Yeah. Is this a game that you like are playing 
idly like you have it up on another screen and then like you get a ping and then you switch over and then or are you like sitting there and waiting for like 30 minutes for a <laughs> response i've never waited 30 minutes it's, it's always okay. pretty instantaneous i've been playing it and, and to be clear i only just started it like i only got it today and i've mm-hmm. only played like i don't know half an hour or something so i just you know dip my little toe into this world of tender um but like I'm- so far i've been playing it like it's like not obsessively, but I'm I'm really focused on it. I'm really You're like paying attention running. to it. Mm-hmm. And you get more like I don't know. You have a certain amount of likes for every like ten minutes, so I guess it keeps you from mm. like mowing down the phone completely, um, like t- which like, is probably like an Tinder. interesting and useful choice because like if you were to do this in real life, it would be you know a lot. <laughs> my my actual question about like I'm watching a little bit of video of it right now and you say like the doing it in real life versus like the game or whatever. Um, yeah, I'm just like there's the first couple of like conversations that they are showing between like uh, characters and the aliens here are like mean <laughs> or not mean not mean like like uh they're 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 like negative experiences for the person that like you is playing i suppose because it's yeah. like literally the first one is like you like you say one thing to one person and then the, fir- the first like match that they show in this video is like the your character player character says something to some person and they just say accidental swipe right and then just like this person has unmatched you and then wow. like, the second one is the second one is um, them, them asking, like, uh, hey, let's see if we're compatible. And then your character says, Gemini. And then they say, I don't have time to listen to you. We are so not com- that, uh, compatible. That sucks. Alaya has unmatched you. Honestly. Wow. Amazing. It, it's like Lex. It's like exactly Lex. I know. That's what I'm saying is it seems too real. <laughs> it's I too real. That it would it's be very, relaxing to me. It's very no, realistic in that me, way. I don't know. I feel like more realistic would just be like, yeah. Each of them only has like a like one or two messages, and then uh-huh. um, the 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 conversation just kind of ends like without any narrative arc or like resolution yeah, or sure. anything. Uh, or well, you on, get on, on Lex, it's them. like a thousand messages, and then it's like a lot of very needy feelings are happening mm-hmm. in there. So this is very like I guess what I'm saying is this is very um, it's very true to the online dating queer experience um in in many ways in many ways or like yeah, this is queer cool. women wanna, in NBs anyway perhaps yeah. not i want to i want to play this it's get. cute just sitting on my phone i'm having um, fun with it i find I it very play cute. A phone game i should play phone game because i got on a new phone and i'm like i feel like i did actually need to what? get a new phone because of my bad phone situation before yeah. that uh-huh. i don't have to get into but now i'm like well, I just, I paid a lot of money for a new phone. I should like use it for things other than just like, you know, looking at Twitter. Have you heard of League <laughs> of Legends? Have you heard of Genshin Impact? Yes. And uh, yes. Thank you. Well. <laughs> Informational uh, service. Fruit Ninja. Uh, whoa, Fruit Ninja? Fruit yeah. Ninja. Okay. Fruit oh, Ninja. wait, they got they... Katamari on here now? Oh. <laughs> yeah. No, but they, Apple did re-release a bunch of like, early iPhone games uh-huh. into Apple Arcade and they're called like it's called like Fruit Ninja Plus Whoa. and it's just Fruit Ninja. <laughs> I was obsessed with the when I got my first iPhone, I was obsessed with a game called Rolando. Oh I've yeah. Where you just roll these little orbs around. Yes. And it was like, whoa, it's like gyro controls. It's so cool. Um 
It was fine. Y'all remember uh, Tap Tap Revenge? Oh, oh yeah. I, I remember Rolando. Yeah, yeah Rolando yeah. rips. Yeah. Remember um, World of Goo? Um, that was like one of the first really World of good. Yeah. I, I played that on the Wii. Yeah. Yeah. Oh shit. Um. Well. Uh. Steven, do you have you been playing anything? I've been playing a bunch of stuff, but like mostly like a bunch of stuff for like ten minutes, and then just like ah, this isn't, I'm not feeling this. Um, but I have I've been playing a lot of uh, I, right before we started this, I, I tried to cram as much of a, a Phoenix Point, the new DLC, in as I possibly could. We had a long meeting right before this, so I didn't get in nearly as much as I wanted to. Um, but I played a little bit of Phoenix Point because I have been streaming XCOM Two over Ooh. on uh, the Twitch channel. And um, twitch.tv slash fanbite. Yeah, that's the wow. one, Danielle. I that's can't good. believe you have memorized. That's a good channel. I like it. Yeah, it's quality content for <laughs> your eyes. And um, re- re- Merritt, remember when you were streaming Dark Souls for the first time and you were like, I want to keep playing Dark Souls, but uh-huh. I, I have to stream Dark Souls. Um, I had the same thing happen with XCOM. I was just ah. like, I want to play a strategy game. Um, or like a tactics game specifically. And Phoenix Point is specifically a, I talked about it once on the podcast, like a year and a half ago or something when it first came out. Um, it is specifically a new game developed by a team that is led by Julian Gollop, who was the lead designer on, um, the original XCOM UFO defense from like the nineties from like Mm. 1994 or whatever. Um, so it is, it is kind of a take on that same sort of formula, but it is leaning into its own different little ideas. Um, one of the things I talked about a year and a half ago, uh, was that it does the Valkyria Chronicles thing, if you know what I mean. I do not know Uh, what you mean. Uh, well, so this is a tactics game. It's a turn-based tactics game. No, 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 no. Um, uh, mechanically. Oh, oh, uh, oh, sorry. No, no, that's, that's fine. Um, I should probably explain what that game actually is and maybe that'll help. Um, it is a turn-based tactics game where, uh, rather than aliens, or at least not directly aliens, um, invading Earth and you being humans that fight against them, mm-hmm. like a, the, the polar ice caps release like a deadly virus onto mm. the planet. Oh, I hate I when it happens. I fucking love Agents of S.H.I.E.L.D. We've talked about Agents of S.H.I.E.L.D. every Why? week for the last month. Why does this keep <laughs> happening? It just keeps happening. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, you know, I mean, hey, Agents of S.H.I.E.L.D. is a magical show. You know what they say. A magical <laughs> show. Um, and this, like, virus, like, uh, creates, like, this mist. And uh, if the people touch the mist, they get mind-controlled and they walk into the sea. And when they come back out of the sea, they uh, come back as, like, mutated horrible monsters. And Damn. one of the horrible uh, – horrible – one of the ideas – in the game is that over time the like grunt units that you fight will also start to mutate and evolve and adapt based on the tactics that you're using so it's like uh, this one's got a big pincer claw but you keep shooting them all the time so it evolves like it's it turns its big pincer claw arm into like a big arm shield instead that can block bullets oh, like a riot shield that seems um, inconvenient yeah so you need to adjust your tactics and you know blow them up and and stuff like that and um in the time since the well the the valkyria chronicles thing uh just to bring it full circle is that when you aim at an enemy and want to shoot them you can like point and aim your gun in real time and like i want to shoot on its head and try to disable its head so i'll aim specifically for the head by like mousing over the head and trying to line up my like reticle cursor over it and Mm -hmm. all my shots will land within within this circle so if i aim for the head that 
is less mass in the circle, so there's a better chance that I'll miss. But if I blow up the head, they they have less willpower, or they start bleeding, or various different mm. like special effects can happen. Mm. Yeah, that happens to me when I get shot in the head. When my oh, head yeah. blows up, my, will, yeah. my will pa- oh, yeah. yeah, my willpower goes down. Yeah, yeah, I kind of mine bottoms out to about zero usually. I'm, yeah, I'm you know trying yeah. to work on. It's really that. tough to. It's really tough to get it back. Yeah. And um, since the game came out, a bunch of DLC has released, and uh, one of the newest pieces of DLC, in fact, so new it just came out earlier this morning, uh, it's called Festering Skies. Oh, um, gross. And, yeah, it's gross. bad. Yeah, that sounds yucky. Them to, no, you don't want that to happen in the sky. Or anywhere. Stop festering, Skies. <laughs> Who do you um, think you are, Uncle Fester? <laughs> yeah, right? And... Um, what ends up happening is, uh, in this DLC, I haven't gotten to this part yet. It's supposed to happen pretty early on in the campaign, but I haven't just gotten far enough yet. But I'm very excited to see it, because I think they've they've made a lot of like smart changes in the intervening months since this game came out. Uh, there's a fully new tutorial. There, the old DLC is in there now, um, or the previous DLC, which I had not seen. So, like, I... Um, was playing along and like one of the last things that happened before I had to jump onto this podcast was I got like this call from this like really cool looking dude who is like a robot man mm. who's just like wearing a leather jacket. Um, and he's like calling in to say like, Hey, one of the factions, there's a bunch of human factions in this world that you have to kind of like politic between and like get them on your side. And he's like, Hey, one of these factions created a race of robot people to like try and find a way to save humanity from this virus because robots can't catch you know a virus and so science yeah that's science (laughs) and he was like oh i'm down with that i'm down with science um but then like they get betrayed by this guy who's like the leader of this faction and um he like reaches out to you and it's like hey help me steal a bunch of technology from this like rich billionaire asshole guy who runs this one faction and i'll help you like learn how to do cyborgs and robots and stuff mm-hmm. oh. how to do machines like donatello yeah machines just like donatello mm. and in fact uh Merritt, it's interesting you say that because his name is donatello and oh, uh, he is what? a to- giant talking turtle whoa uh, they're in this one too they're in every they're game in lately <laughs> yeah uh but yeah so so that's all in there but the festering skies dlc that um i'm excited to get to right now supposedly adds like kaiju to this thing yo oh, i'm back in baby and um, so what's supposed to happen is that this thing called the behemoth like, is like a giant kaiju will rise out of the water and it's so big that it has like smaller little flying kaiju that fly off of it and start infesting bases around the, the uh, map um, like uh, like the infested Terran in Starcraft. Like and in Cloverfield. Like in Cloverfield. And that lady explodes. <laughs> and. Oh. <laughs> Um, yeah, that lady. Yeah, that lady. You know what? I would say I that looked... that lady's. Huh? Huh? No, I was going to say that <laughs> that lady's willpower uh, pretty low. Also, yeah, yeah, yeah. What, they, to, they to explode? Right um, yeah, after I, her head exploded. Someone her once said that low. I looked like Lizzie Kaplan in that movie. And huh. I was like, yeah. really? Pre or post explosion? <laughs> yeah. Uh huh. Wow. Um, hey, but yeah, so it. like, I'll take it. <laughs> You know, she looks good in that movie right up until the until she subway explodes, explosion. Yeah. The part, yeah, where that part happens. Um, but yeah, I don't think, well, well, there might be some exploding people in this one, too. Okay. Uh, because if you, if these kaiju, these kaiju will start walking around the, the map now, and you have to, like, go out, and they've added, like, a new air-to-air combat minigame for you to fight the, like, little flying manta rays mm. that, like, detach mm. from these weird Godzilla things. You got it. And... If the like manta rays like latch onto a base, they're going to start infesting those and pumping out like infested soldiers, and then you have to go in and clean them out. Which 
ties back into like one of my favorite things about this game, like one of the favorite expressions of that whole like you just point and shoot to pick where you shoot a person uh, or an enemy or a monster or whatever. Because um, this game has uh, this is in the launch game too. It has these like enemy units called Minefraggers, oh. which is a bad name, I think. Wow, <laughs> I, I pretty, think personally, pretty, it's pretty tough. It's pretty tough. They're called Minefraggers. Um, just commit, you know, just call them Minefuckers if you're going to do it. Yeah. Um, yeah. They're these like little um, face huggers from from Alien. Mm, I'm out again. From, oh, from Fortnite. From Fortnite. From, from Fortnite. You know, like yeah. like the, the alien characters in Fortnite. Yeah. They skitter around on the ground and they will jump up into a person's face and then like mind control them. Oh. Um. And that person, your unit, will start attacking you. But if you point your gun at their head and like line up the shot just right and use the right kind of gun, you can just like plink them off like with a pistol oh, or that's something. Cool. Like and that it just goes right through. Units. Well, <laughs> the willpower, let me yeah, tell you. Yeah, the willpower really great. low. <laughs> that sounds um, cool. But, yeah. God, I, I should play more tactics games. I, I like I like tactics watching them. Great. Um, yeah, yeah. Big, big tactics fans on 50% of this podcast. <laughs> <laughs> it's true. Uh, it's true. Hey, could be 75% if you Could be if 75. Hey. Could be 75. Uh, now we just got to get Nikki to play Halo Wars and we're set. <laughs> there it is. <laughs> Ah, uh, Halo's, Halo's, you know what? You know what's funny? They're all, no. they're all Halo Wars. Oh. oh, shit. They're all Halo Wars, you know? <sighs> Makes you think. Make you oh, think. We're all soldiers now. Well, uh, we're going to take time to think as we take a little break before we move on to question time. Yes. Welcome to Question Time. It's a segment where we take your questions. If you want to ask us something, you can do that at the Fanbyte Discord. And you're going to want to go to fanbyte.casa, which is going to take you to the Discord. And there's a uh, question. There's a channel called Questions, Podcast (laughs) Questions. And uh, you can just uh, ask them there. And if it's for this show, just make sure to use the at channel F tag. Um, Or no, do that. Don't do that. You know what? Yeah, do it. Yeah, sure, do it. You won't. You won't. You won't. (laughs) (laughs) You won't, but... All right, so first off, we have a question from Dull Focus who asks, did a video game or a movie or book ever get you into a hobby? I thought... I was gonna... When I was a child, I thought, like, my whole life was going... Was leading up to me hitting the NASCAR circuit Mm. uh, because I was like, listen, I'm so fucking good at NASCAR 06 or whatever the Mm -hmm. fuck. Um, And there's nobody better at this game than me. So I'm going to make it. And then I didn't, but uh, driving games and kind of, I I specifically attribute this to like Forza Horizon, but they have like gotten me into the like light, very light car culture. um, Yeah. In a way that has been pretty cool. So, yeah, driving games for me. Nice. Uh, the, Danielle, or sorry, yeah, Stephen. No, I, um, I was just going to say the two closest things are not actually 100% close, so I can keep it quick, but um, Metal Gear Solid 4, the egg cooking in that made me uh-huh. start cooking eggs that way. Okay. Wow. <laughs> what? That's extremely good. I don't know what this is. How do you do it? Uh, there is a whole bit in throughout, in fact, it's like literally, I think Metal Gear Solid 4 starts with the character Sonny, 
the little girl uh-huh. making eggs, and there's like a running bit about how she's terrible at making eggs, but near the end of the game, somebody else teaches her how to make eggs really good. And as uh-huh. Paul has pointed out in the Discord here, they have like a lot of incredibly high resolution, really, really lovingly rendered yeah, pictures wow. of eggs throughout the game. Yeah. Damn. <laughs> Especially for the time, this is a PlayStation 3 game. Um, yeah. It's good looking eggs. It's good looking eggs. Oh. And like, they sizzle just right in the cutscenes. Um, and then I mean, partway through that game or near, near the end of that game, somebody else finally teaches her how to make eggs go, uh, good, which is that you put them in a, a skillet and then you put a cover over it and let it cook while covered oh. um, and then fry them that way. And ever since then, that's how I've made eggs. And they say video games never taught anyone anything. Right? No. That's fucked what? up. They taught me how to read. Yeah, Pokemon? That's not true. No. Yeah, no, it is true. It actually is true. Um, Pokemon Ruby was the first game where I was like, I looked at the back of the box and they were like, you should be able to read. And I was like, I think I can read. And then (laughs) I was the first video game I played by myself because I could read the whole thing. I didn't ask my mom about any of it. That's awesome. Sick. Yeah. Uh, The other closest thing is that I uh, got way into riding bikes and bought a new bicycle. Uh, after watching the anime Yamamushi Pedal, which is oh, a yeah. competitive, you know, yeah. cycle. Yeah, that's, that's really cool. Good. That's um, really good. Danielle? The real answer is that I watched Apollo 13 when I was 11, and I wanted to be an <laughs> astronaut forever, and I still okay. kind of do. I'm not going to fucking lie. You'd However, a good astronaut. I would be great at it, but we've already covered that. <sighs> Although you do need, I think you do need a science degree. Yeah, I could get one. Yeah, you could. I could, I could. I could do biological science just fine. I you could. I love blood. It's great. We would have you have fun. a degree in pain. I do. Mm-hmm. <laughs> from all the from all the fighting and all the, the fighting that I do, called an know, MFA. Yeah. All that all that shit. You know. <laughs> uh, but yeah, the the more fun answer. It's not exactly related, but I always feel I've I've gotten a little bit back into rock climbing lately. I've gone for Ooh. the first time in six years. Like the last time I went, I still lived in san francisco so it's been probably about six years but i've gotten back into rock climbing and i always have like an affinity for like zelda game like 3d zelda games mm-hmm. and climbing things and feeling like i'm uh, a little i'm feeling like i'm a little zelda you know when i'm running up mm. that wall i'm feeling like i'm a, I'm a little zelda yeah just yeah, like your green tunic and everything yeah yeah a little green tunic even though i i always put the red one on or the blue one on because i like the way it looked better but yeah yes are you um free climbing or like on belay? Both. I did both the other night. I- again, the first time in forever. And my friend said I had really good grip strength for somebody who doesn't climb. <laughs> it's mm-hmm. just from jujitsu and having to grab people's gi. Because you have an MFA. Because I've got that MFA. Master of the fighting arts. Yep. That's a little MFA humor. I like it. Um, I. I'm trying to think of something and all I can think of is like that. I So I don't watch like a lot of anime, but like I watched Baki a while ago, which is about oh. just like insanely buff people just beating the shit out of each other. Yeah. Oh, um, sure. That and I feel like Jojo between the two of those, those made me want to get into weightlifting. Yes. Which I'm still like, it's still very like novice at, but I'm, I think I'm probably buying a bench like this month. Yes. So, um, Yeah. So we're, gonna, we're gonna get ripped and go fly to Japan and fight this this uh, Japanese teenager because he's the strongest person in the world. Um, 
we, we are going to get ripped, Merit, because you had recently on a stream said that you could do 10 push-ups now. Mm-hmm. And I wasn't sure if that was a bit or not. But at the same time, it did encourage me to start doing push-ups again. <laughs> yes! Cool. Build up for body strength, at least yeah. the, to the tiniest degree. Yeah. No, that was not a bit. That's just true facts. You Humble all brag. don't know because you can't see me, but I am beaming with pride. Just yeah, the most, it's we are going to be the most, the most, the I think, strongest. I think, yeah, I think, you know, site. are we, are, are we, I think being the best um, video game website is a pretty good goal. Like the most yeah. reliable, mm-hmm. most interesting, most engaging, newest, like on the ball, but also well, we being, that, being the strongest, being the yes. physically strongest, able to dominate physically any opponent. Um, I think that's also, there should be an award for that. I yeah. completely agree. You know where I come from on this. Yeah. We need we need to set new goals now that we've already achieved all the other stuff. Yeah, said. we'll tell corporate. <laughs> um, so this is our, our goals for this year is we want to increase our uh, our uh, KPUs. That's uh, kicks per, per user. Um, yes. And um, yeah. Uh, I I don't know what I'm saying, so I'm going to move on to the next question. No, that was good, Merit. That, <laughs> um, that was really that funny. Was fantastic. <laughs> uh, Clarissa asks, favorite video game cat? Clarissa asks, favorite video game cat? <laughs> it's got to it's gotta be Blinks. Blinks, you know it's my guy Blinks. You know it's my guy Blinks. He's got the vacuum. He's got the watch. He's got the jean jacket. He's got the wallet chain. He's got all of that stuff. So you know it's got to be Jack's the time cat. So (laughs) Um, I don't know if the account poorly aged things is dead now. I don't know if I can find it. But the guy who runs that account, all I know is that uh, he is obsessed with Blinks the Time Sweeper. Ah, hell yeah. Because his avatar for a long time was Blinks and he would just like retweet all kinds of Blink stuff. It's very funny. Fantastic. So good. So good. Um, they eat- what, if they, what if they called them Blanks instead? Blanks. 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 Like what Benoit if they call them Blanks and he's just like Blanks. always just smoking blunts? Oh, shit. I'm Blanks, the time sweeper. That's why he smoke, time smoke, smoke this. It's my special strain, the time sweeper. Mm. <laughs> you know? Uh, I mean, um, I'll just take that one again. The, the time spleefer. Okay. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Th- thank you for taking that again. I didn't hear that the first time. That was good. Yeah. That was a great joke. Thank you. Thank uh, you. So the obvious answer here is Big the Cat, but I'm going to pull a swerve and say Nago, Big the Cat. Big the Cat. Big the Cat. Big the Cat. He's we, big. Out of baby, eat some boy. Big the Cat. Big the Cat. No, I'm going to say Nago, who is the cat from Kirby's Dreamland 3. Which is a game where Kirby has a bunch of animal friends that he can partner up with to change his abilities. So, like, he has, like, a little owl friend that can carry him in its talons. He has, like, a little, I don't know, fish, like, hamster friend he can ride on. And the cat, what the cat does is just hold Kirby in its hands and just, like, roll it along, roll Kirby along the ground. Yes! Like, (laughs) that's um, awesome. So, like, when, um, when, uh, Kirby turns into a stone. Instead of Kirby just turning into a stone, if he's with the cat, the cat just holds Kirby as a rock and just slams him up and down. Yeah. <laughs> and like the cat will just roll Kirby like along the ground in front of him. Uh, and 
can like, you know, if you have the electric power, you can like, he rubs Kirby on the ground to make a static shock. <laughs> it's just like so disrespectful. Um, wow. To Kirby. And I think it's really cute and funny. That rules. It's yeah. Incredible. That's such a cat. That's like a genuine cat. So it's just yeah. like a real, I just love the way they capture just like the essence of this little kitty. The truth of cat. Remember when Kirby was in charge of a bunch of mice? Yeah. Squeak squad. Yeah. Yeah. That's it. <laughs> um, if we're talking about anthropomorphic cats, it's probably my meowscular chef. Oh, yeah. From Fortnite? Yeah. No. <laughs> <laughs> Don't put disrespect on meowscular chef's name like that, Nikki. Capcom um, already did that by making yeah, him they, horny. Oh, oh, my God. I still have not oh, seen that. No, movie. me neither. I will never watch it. I might, wait, they, I might watch wait, it. Wait, the cat is in the movie with Mila Jokovic? And he's horny yes. for Mila Jokovic. Yeah, Whoa. he's horny for Mila Jokovic. Yeah. It's like that music video from the 90s with the horny cat. Opposites attract. Opposites attract. Oh, yeah. That cat who remains on the smooth tip or whatever the fuck. Yup. Yup. Um, and if we're talking about non-anthropomorphic cats, probably Dusty from Gravity Rush. because Oh, Dusty. It, remember Dusty? Yeah, I like Dusty. Dusty is like a little black cat that has like the universe inside of it. It's like the cat is constantly like you could look inside of it and it's got nebulas and, and stars mm. and stuff. Um, yeah. The uh, MC Scat Cat, I do just want to just really remind everyone about this because it's been long enough that people might have forgotten. This was on, I think it was on a Mabim Bam bit like almost 10 years ago. That's mm-hmm. insane. Um, the description of MC Scat Cat, the official description is he enjoys rapping, dancing, and remains on the smooth tip with an old school rap influence, which adds the street to his new school hip hop. I don't like that. I don't like it at all, but that's... That I think was racist. I think it was. I can't, I can't put my tongue on it, but as a a person celebrating Africa day to day, I don't think that should be allowed. No, it shouldn't be, um... Should not be allowed. This was from some Damn. time ago. So I don't like um, the, the way 90s were he wild, looks. huh? I really think we should go back to this aesthetic, though. Where I think like, Funke is kind of dragging us back to this aesthetic, whether we want to or not. <laughs> oh, I mean the like, um, like the the Roger Rabbit, yeah, re- lovingly rendered two D animated things interacting with three D objects. Agreed. Just like bring that back. Mm. Also, they should make another The Mask. That's yes. unrelated. I saw it's a sad. video this weekend of um a Lady Venom. Uh, what? Lady oh. Venom. You know, because like Lady Venom, you know what happens in the movie when she put the mask on? It's not the mask. It's the symbiote. There's a Lady Venom. In a the Lady Venom scene. sit on a couch, put the mask on the couch, and then her butt turned into the mask. And that was the whole video. And I was like trying to figure out who it was for. And I know the answer is perverts, but like a very specific kind of pervert. Her um, butt turn into the mask. Yeah, her butt get the mask on it and her butt get turned into a mask venom face. And that's all it was. Nothing happened. It didn't say anything. There wasn't like no joke or anything. Like that was just the whole video. That's the joke. Yeah. Um, it was the, like the adult yeah, the joke. I feel like funny, I feel like it's the adult equivalent of the Elsa Spider-Man videos. Mm. Oh, just like two things and it's definitely really nefarious um, but in a way that you can't quite place right? You can't quite place it. <laughs> because if you could place it you would be arrested illegal. you would be arrested Correct. if you could yes, place it sure. um, 
Well, uh, do we? I think we do. We want to wrap there. I think we, we can. Probably, yeah, we yeah. probably should. Yeah. Let's wrap there. We did it. Um, thank you so much for listening to our show. Uh, it's called Channel F, and you've been listening to it. And uh, if you liked it, please tell your friends, tell your family, tell your pastor, tell your mailman, tell your uh, doctor, tell your definitely tell your podcast you could listen to if you were a male person. It's a great mail delivery podcast. Um, it's a great podcast for, um, I don't know, um, security guards, maybe. Mm-hmm. Um, mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. For um, bird watchers. There's a, Probably you want to actually guy, not listen to a podcast while you're watching birds. But Yeah. There's a guy whose job it is down the street from my house because they've uh, taken this very, very pretty, very classic Los Angeles stucco uh, multi-family apartment complex and they're going to turn it into some sort of fucking glass and cement of course, of course. Um, and also destroy I was thinking I was walking by the other day and I was like these cacti have probably actually been here for like a hundred years and they're going to kill them anyway um, the, there's a guy whose job it is to make sure nobody goes in it but all, his whole thing is he just sits in his car mm. for eight hours yeah. Yeah. and like vaguely looks at the building because nobody's going to fucking go in this condemned building anyway I when I um for, I worked at a grocery store for about seven years. It was the most hellish job that I've ever had in my entire life, and I hated it. I believe um, that. Yeah. At one point, I was supposed to get a raise, and they put off giving me a raise for like six months until the minimum wage for the state got uh, brought <laughs> up higher than what my raise was supposed to be. And they said, like, yeah, that's your raise. Um. Anyway, fuck Sunmart and Family Fair, the new company <laughs> that it's called now, ever since the rebranding. But when I worked there, um, the, the highlight of my day was when they would send me out to go get carts, um, and bring them back into the into the uh, establishment so that people could use them because they would leave them out in the parking lot, either in the cart corrals or just like in the fucking streets, yeah, overturned like on their sides. Yeah, like criminals burning. And when I was doing that, I would put headphones in and listen to music and take as long as I possibly could out there because it was like one more minute that I wasn't inside around those horrible people. Um, and it's, I think our podcast is really great to listen to if you're doing that. Yeah. Yeah, sure. Put that on the back of the box. Yeah, that's yeah. A, an unconventional box quote, but um, <laughs> it will take up probably the majority of the back of the box, but that's okay. We, we that's how good it is um, if we ship it with a magnifying glass. Verbos Put, write, write us an apple podcast review please um just do it it's easy just do it like they say on the tracksuit just do it um and uh yeah you can find us on the internet uh fanbyte.com that's where all of our stuff lives it's pretty convenient just go there uh you can find us on twitter at fanbyte media uh, you can find everyone on Twitter. Nikki is at God Siwa. Danielle is at Danielle R.I. Steven is at Steven Strom. I'm at Merritt K. Our producer is at Polly Mayo. And um, I think that's it. Yeah. Is that it? Yeah. All I right. think that's it. That's F, it. F to the, so, uh, to the power. Yeah. Power to the players. Power, power to, to the, the players. players. Until next power. time. <laughs> until next time. Remain on the smooth tip and keep that dial tuned to Channel F.